welcome to the Daily Drive Podcast with Josh Downs, Halloween edition. Good morning, everybody, and happy Friday, and thank you for joining me on this special Halloween edition of the Daily Drive Podcast. Here we go. (laughs) I just love that song, the ultimate Halloween song, isn't it? Today's episode is episode 195, Trick or Treat, Halloween edition. As we approach one of my favorite holidays and favorite times of the year, I thought I'd share a little Halloween message with you today. The fall has always been one of my most favorite times of the year. With the changing of the leaves and the crisp night air that accompanies them, I start to get a little excited for Halloween. As a kid, I couldn't wait for that one night that comes every year where all you have to do is go up to a house and say trick or treat and they give you candy. I mean, it's a dream holiday for a kid, isn't it? Boom, you go out and you get candy. (laughs) I mean, it's that simple. Well, I read a quote that says, Halloween is a day in which some people choose to wear a mask while others finally feel safe to take theirs off. And it got me thinking, I really hope in listening to this podcast that it has helped you to learn to live life a little more without a mask and to be a little bit more comfortable just being you. That is and will continue to be at the heart of this podcast, how to just be you, to love you, to embrace you, the good and the bad, while working to become the best version of yourself that you can be. And I really hope that you're one that this Halloween chooses to put a mask on, not finally one that feels safe to take your mask off. Living for others is the most exhausting and heavy costume to wear of all. It's suffocating, it's uncomfortable, and it just makes it hard to breathe. Well, as I was thinking about what to share today to help you to be more comfortable being you, I thought about one of my favorite traditions about Halloween, which has always been carving pumpkins. Every year on Halloween morning, my girls and I pick our patterns that we want to carve, we make breakfast, and then we get to work on our creations. We take pride in what we do, and the effort always pays off when late at night we see those pumpkins lit up and glowing from the candle placed inside. In fact, that's also one of the the favorite things about trick-or-treating that I have is walking up and down the neighborhoods and just seeing the glow of everyone else's pumpkins on their porches as well. There's just something that's just eerie and and fun about it at the same time. So today I thought, well, let's see what we can learn from the tradition of carving pumpkins and turning them into jack-o'-lanterns, something that I've been doing now for over 40 years without really asking the question why or what can I learn from this tradition that I've been doing for so long. I was surprised to learn that carving pumpkins on Halloween actually had its origins from Ireland and Scotland of all places, as people initially started carving scary faces into, get this, potatoes and turnips and placing them in the windows or by doors to ward off evil spirits, as well as a character by the name of Stingy Jack from an old legend about a man who somehow tricked the devil to stay out of hell, but did so in a way that made him unfit for heaven. And so instead, he was forced to wander the earth with nowhere to go. Well, as the tradition spread in England, they started to use large beets, which were more accessible, I guess. And by the time the immigrants started arriving in America, well, it was soon discovered that pumpkins, which were native to America, made a much better canvas to carve scary faces into. Honestly, I can't imagine trying to carve a scary face into a potato or even a large beet, but... So thank goodness, right, the pumpkins were discovered or else we'd be having a very different tradition right about now. 
Okay, so now that you know the history behind what many of you will do and see in the next few days, the question is, well, what can we learn from the tradition of carving pumpkins that can help us in life? Well, here's a few quick tips that you can learn and think about while carving pumpkins to help you in, yes, your life. Number one is your size and shape don't matter. Pumpkins come in all shapes and sizes, don't they? It's just the way that they're created. And they're all beautiful just as they are. Of course, it's common to try to find a pumpkin that is large and perfectly round, but you'll never find a pumpkin without some kind of blemish, some kind of mark, bruises, deformations of some kind. And this is what makes them unique. How boring would it be if they were all the same? Have you noticed even how children are always drawn to the unique ones? The ones shaped a little different? Many kids love those miniature ones especially. We all have a place and there will always be people that will love us just the way we are. Those are the people that we want to surround ourselves with. What makes a pumpkin patch beautiful and fun is the variety of pumpkins that you can find in it. And what makes this world enjoyable is the variety of people, each one of us unique by design, just like pumpkins. So embrace your uniqueness and give thanks that we're all not the same. And number two, sometimes we need to remove the muck from the inside. The first thing we do when carving pumpkins is to remove the pumpkin innards, those slimy, gooey seeds and pumpkin pulp on the inside. We scrape the sides and get it all piled on the bottom and then reach in and pull them out with our hands, emptying them in a bowl. It's dirty, gross work, but necessary for the pumpkin to become what it is intended to become. And ironically, isn't the same kind of true of us? And don't we go through a similar process? Sometimes we need to be cut open for the icky stuff to come out. Inside of us are bad thoughts, bad habits, negative behaviors and patterns, some of which have been with us for a long time that also need to come out and be thrown away before we can become what we're meant to become. It's difficult, dirty work, but again, it's worth the payoff. Number three, people may only like you for a season. Now, let me explain what I mean here. During the fall, September through November typically, right, we seem to go pumpkin crazy, but by December, we've moved on to Christmas trees and holly berry, and that's okay. Pumpkins understand that they will not always be the center of attention, nor are they meant to be. And they take it in stride and take advantage of the opportunities that come their way. And then allow room for others to have the spotlight as well. Remember, if we aren't enough without it, we'll never be enough with it. Now, one of the things that makes carving pumpkins so special is that it's only done once a year. So it's something that we look forward to and appreciate more because it's a practice that doesn't seek validation every day. If we had to carve pumpkins every day, I'm pretty sure we'd feel different about it than we do now. So be okay with people who come and go. Be okay with the times that you're in the spotlight and those times that you're not. Learn to seek for acceptance, not attention. And you'll find you won't need attention to be accepted. Now, number four, you can be anything that you want to be. That's the beauty and joy that comes from carving pumpkins. You can create whatever you want to create. The only limit is your imagination and the effort that you give it. And the same really is true of each and every life, isn't it? Within you, you have the seeds to become anything that you want to become. The only thing that will hold you back is your imagination and the effort that you put into your life. There isn't a single person that can't make more of themselves if they will just first visualize it and then go after it and sometimes ask for help. 
Occasionally when carving pumpkins, my daughters need help with a, a troubled spot or a troubled cut here or there. And they're not too afraid or too proud to ask their dad to step in and help them. Notice I mentioned to help them, not do it for them. If we're to get through this life and become what we're meant to become, we can't be afraid to ask for help along the way, help from each other or from God. If we try to do everything on our own, then we'll end up with what we've created alone. And what fun is that? Number five, you may look great on the outside, but it's what's on the inside that makes you shine. And this is one of my favorites. The best part about carving pumpkins comes from the inside, not the outside. The outside only helps to project what's on the inside. As great as a pumpkin carving may be, it's true beauty and what attracts people to it is found in what comes from the inside out, not the outside in. So remember that when you put those candles in your pumpkins, without that light on the inside, they wouldn't be able to be seen as well in the dark. The more light we have inside of us, the more others will be able to see it and will be drawn to it. And so there you go. Just a few fun thoughts about a fun Halloween tradition that I'm sure many of us will be participating in and experiencing this weekend. So my simple invitation, I guess, for you today is to, let's say, carve a pumpkin this weekend, if you haven't already, because one, it's fun, and two, because it can actually teach you and your kids a little bit about life. Have a few of those kinds of conversations with your kids and each other as you do it. You'll be creating something good in them while creating something good in those pumpkins. Now, enjoy the weekend and time with family and friends, and make sure you get lots of candy, 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 candy. And if you happen to see a big orange cat or yellow dog dressed up as pirates, <laughs> make sure to give them the most candy, or else they may just give your living room drapes a taste of their broadsword. Garfield Halloween happens to be one of our favorite little Halloween shows. That and the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, right? <laughs> Guess you better keep an eye out for the Great Pumpkin too while you're at it. Hopefully your pumpkin patch is the most sincere pumpkin patch of all. Well, thanks everyone. I hope you have a great weekend and a great Halloween. And maybe I'll see you out there trick-or-treating. If you happen to see Bigfoot walking around or in Costco for that matter, there's a chance that might be me. And remember kids... You don't go up to strangers' houses. You don't talk to strangers, and you don't take candy from strangers. Unless it's Halloween, then game on. <laughs> so make sure to save me some Snickers too, by the way, kids. I'll even trade you for them if you want to reach out for me. And don't be afraid of all the creatures that will come to your door this Halloween asking for candy. Remember, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself in spiders. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and this is The Daily Drive.